BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guys Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. They say that public speaking is one of the most terrifying experiences a person can go through. Now, as a public speaker myself, I happen to love it. In fact, I have the motto, the more the merrier, when it comes to a speaking engagement crowd. With that, I feel the most nerve-wracking aspect of public speaking isn't the size of the crowd, but in fact, that sadly, people don't even listen or worse, are loud and disruptive. Be it hecklers, loud talkers, or people rudely trying to whisper, but failing miserably, the folks talking amongst themselves are by far the worst part of any speaking engagement. After all, the last thing any speaker wants is to feel they have to go ten rounds with improper attendees who left their manners at the door. So, before you get nervous about speaking, check out my top three quick and dirty tips for handling a disrespectful audience. Tip number one, let them know you know. For nearly a decade of being a professional speaker, I've seen it all. The good, the bad, and the insanely rude. And oddly, even when brought in as a paid performer, it seems there will always be some people that don't quite understand how to act when a speaker is in front of them. In fact, as my fellow QDT host and friend, the public speaker, will echo, once a heckler or gaggle of talkers takes over the room, it's very hard to get it back. Case in point. The other night, I had one of my worst speaking engagements of my career at an elementary school in my community. I was invited as an author to give a 20-minute talk during a reading night event in front of about 100 students and parents. Now, I bet you think that I'm going to say the kids were the ones acting up. Hmm. Sadly it was the adult sector of the crowd. I should have known it was going to go bad when the principal got up to greet everyone and a group of snotty adults in the back, about a dozen people or so, erupted in conversation over her. So when I got to the mic, needless to say, they didn't stop talking over me either. Despite people turning to them with evil eyes and despite those listening loudly shushing them too, these rude parents went on and on with their meaningless conversations. Annoyed, I couldn't tolerate it so I let him know, tactfully. Basketball player Jermaine O'Neal has a great quote regarding hecklers. He says, quote, I always find a couple of hecklers. I'll kind of look at them, stare at them, and let them know I can't be stopped, end quote. I love this attitude. 
and I highly recommend it. But you can't just call people out stomping your feet and making a scene. It's improper to drop down to their ground floor level of manners. Instead, let them know, as I did. Here's three things I said which drove my point home. Number one, when I called a child volunteer up to the stage, I said, Hi there. Okay, now tell everyone your name, but make sure you speak loud enough so the folks in the back can hear. Number two, when I was talking about having a learning disability growing up, I said, When I was younger, I had a very tough time reading, and I got very frustrated, kind of like having to deal with people in the back. Number three, when ending. Before I leave, here's my information on the screen so anyone can contact me, and for the people in the back of the room, they can see who was actually talking tonight. See, I couldn't let my nerves get to me and ruin the show for the kids. After all, I'm a professional, and they are rude gossipers. So to make sure the kids had a blast, my main goal, I had to be creative with my remarks to help calm the crowd. There is nothing wrong with letting people know they're being unmannerly, but you have to use tact to do so. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tip number two. Cut it short, but don't shortcut the show. When it comes to my talks, I've done everything from a five-minute introduction to an hour-and-a-half presentation. The nightmare event at the school was definitely a quicker talk than normal, but I still had the talk mapped out. However, as when I was talking, or rather yelling, over the crowd, bear in mind I had a microphone with me too, I realized that no matter what I did, the peanut gallery in the back of the room was not going to listen. Now, as a professional, some will argue that it's my job to do crowd control. To this, I respond with yes and no. Yes, I have to let the crowd know and please quiet down. But no, it's not my job to tape their mouths shut. As I said, I didn't want to make a scene or stoop to their level. With that, you have to gauge the room to find out if your time is being wisely used. For example, I had a bit planned for the talk I knew the kids would like and would get a laugh. It wasn't a big to-do, but it was still fun. However, I needed silence for it. I mean, it wouldn't make sense with so much noise, and trust me, there was a lot of noise. So I made a gut decision at that time to leave it out. 
It didn't ruin my talk, the people in the back did that, but I did get a sense for what would work and what wouldn't. When you're an entertainer, it's your right to give the crowd a show, and I take that very seriously, and I put pressure on myself to deliver strong. But you have to look at the landscape and figure out what will work and what will not. This doesn't mean shortchanging the audience by any stretch of the imagination, but it does mean knowing your crowd and pivoting accordingly. When I realized a dozen or so parents were bringing the house down, I had to change up my presentation and focus on my strengths. I properly ditched my one bit and moved along. The crowd didn't know, but I did. And that is very important. It's always proper in a presentation to work on the fly. When you do that, you are able to be more successful and succinct. To remain calm, you have to be comfortable. And if that means nixing something, then so be it. It allows you to not overstress on what is going wrong, but rather direct your strengths into what is working well. And always, always, always deliver strong. Tip number three, focus on the people who care. When thinking about my terrible talk the other night at the Rude Room, the only solid takeaway was that the kids were watching and enjoying the show. I remember walking around before the talk and kids, already knew who I was, would come over to me and tell me they were going to get a front row seat. I smiled and cheered them on. When I got up to talk, it was clear that the first four rows were all kids, some with parents, while other parents stood in the back. And of that back row crew, there were a handful of loud folks. But the ones that cared, and the real reason I was there, was because of the front row audience of children. So, when the time came for me to talk, and when I started to hear the rude clamoring in the back of the house, I turned my focus to the kids. As I said before, I could have let the arrogant and ignorant adults get to me and throw me off. I'd like to tell you that I didn't hear them, but I did. And as a professional, it's proper to admit that their actions got under my skin. However, a true professional doesn't let unmannerly behavior disrupt a performance. So, when I realized the adults weren't going to stop, I kept focusing on the kids. I talked right to them. I walked up and down the room across the front roads and shook their hands. I let them ask me questions in the middle, and I did my best to keep them engaged. With that, after the talk ended, the kids were so happy and thanked me in the halls afterwards. Yes, the kids thanked me. And that's how you approach a rude crowd. You can't leave the room, so you should make the best of the landscape in front of you. After all, if you let the bullies win, it just encourages them to do it again. All right, folks. I love hearing from you, so please drop me a line. Manners at quickanddirtytips.com. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MannersQDT. And of course, check back next week for more Modern Manners Guide Tips for a more polite life. Also, do you have any recent graduates in your circle? Perhaps someone who's looking to start a new career? Check out my best-selling book, Reply All and Other Ways to Tank Your Career, for great tips and advice on job success. It's available now. Thanks again, and take care. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.